Welcome to Comfortably Me. I am your host, Primp and Proper, and you are now tuned in to my podcast. This is episode number one. Let's dive in it. Okay, so now that I formally introduced myself, this is the first ever episode of Comfortably Me. I waited long enough and I didn't want to put it off any longer. So sorry things are not perfect because it was driving me crazy. I almost cried a couple of times before even recording because everything that could have went wrong went wrong. And um, yeah, but I know there's greater purpose behind this and I had to remember why I even thought about doing this because I understand that this is needed because at one point, or at any point in a woman's life, she feels uncomfortable. And I know what it feels like to feel uncomfortable and being uncomfortably you. And the goal is to be comfortable, comfortably you, comfortably me, and know that you lack nothing. So that is definitely the goal. And I hope that I'm able to, you know, make things clear for a lot of you and help you get to that place where you are comfortably you and you're unapologetically you, you know, in this crazy world. And uh, most importantly, draw near to the creator, Jesus Christ, God himself, you know. So yeah, let's get into it. So if you've been watching my Instagram, I've uploaded like these mini series um, every Monday for like nine weeks straight. And those were intentionally posted because they are going to be a follow-up with a podcast episode explaining exactly what I was going through at that very moment and being very transparent you know, and intentional about the lessons I've learned while experiencing what I experienced, if you catch my drift. So episode number one is vulnerability. And what does vulnerability mean to me? Or what does vulnerability mean to you? Think about it. When we think about what is vulnerability, some of us may look at it as a weakness Because that's why a lot of us have like these walls up. So we won't have to be vulnerable with everyone. Because once you let those walls down, those guards down, you open yourself to potentially get hurt. And who wants that? (laughs) Especially if you experience being hurt before. Like nobody wants to get hurt. I don't care what nobody say. Like... I uh, I don't even want to think about it, but baby, let me tell you this. Being vulnerable is not always a bad thing. I'm going to say there's pros and cons to everything. And definitely with being vulnerable, it's pros and cons. So I look it up in the dictionary. So let's see what the dictionary says. Vulnerability is the willingness to show emotion or to allow one's weakness to be seen or known. Willingness to risk being emotionally hurt. The risk. 
So you take mm-hmm. upon the risk. So that can be looked at in a negative way. But as we all know, in order for you to really live life, I'm going to say that, like, you have to become vulnerable at some point because you're not going to know everyone that you meet. (laughs) You're going to meet new people. You're going to be in new situations. So you have to be open. You have to be vulnerable. But the pros in being vulnerable is knowing who to be vulnerable with. Because it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to be vulnerable with the right people. Don't be just open to just anybody. Let's use wisdom in who we are vulnerable with. Because when you are vulnerable with everyone and you're not guarding your heart and you're just allowing yourself to kind of be open to any and everything... That just shows, do you really care about yourself? Or are you so emotionally broken that you depend on everyone else to um, like kind of save you? Is that why you're pouring out so much or you're so open? That's something to think about. Um, But the pros of being vulnerable to me is when you're vulnerable with the right people, I keep, I got to stress that. You can't just be open. You got to look at the red flags. And that's what relationships, people, friends at work, new new friendships, everything. Everything. Not just your boyfriend. Not just your girlfriend. I'm talking about with everyone. Um, the pros of that is that you, ha- you build a community. You're able to be 100% yourself. And not in fear of being judged and... I always say this, like, it's a feeling of being home. And if you never let anyone in, how are people really going to know you? And how are you going to really build healthy relationships and healthy bonds if you never let that guard down? Because you're acting and living life in fear of being hurt because you choose not to be vulnerable because of what someone else did to you or something may have went wrong. Why would you continue to live your life in fear? Everything you've gone through is to teach you something. It could be teaching you something about others, but most importantly, teaching you something about yourself. And that's how you gain wisdom. So when I say being vulnerable is not a bad thing, it's just about who you choose to be vulnerable with. Pay attention to the red flags because you can't be vulnerable with someone. And when you're around that person, they speak in a negative way about other people. Like they're telling other people, they're telling you other people's business. So you know you can't be open with this person because they will potentially tell your business unless you messy too. Let's just be real. Let's be real. Because it's okay when they're talking about other people, but you don't want them to talk about you. No one is exempt, honey. If they show you their true colors, believe them. If it's showing green, believe it's green. Okay. And of course, the cons, the definition broke down the cons of being vulnerable to the wrong people. Yeah. The risk of being emotionally hurt is at an all-time high. Mm. Baby, and who hasn't been there? I know I have. 
I have definitely been emotionally scarred. And I think that is the hardest place to come from, to come out of. Because even after you heal or you move, not even heal, even after you're over the situation or you're over the person, those emotions that were scarred from you being vulnerable with the wrong person still carries weight into your life, still carries weight until you deal with it. If you never deal with it, the emotional baggage, you will continue to carry it around. Hmm. Take note of that. So, and you'll know who to be vulnerable with. How do you know who to be vulnerable with? Okay. To me, like where I am right now, people I know to be vulnerable with is people who I can trust with my feelings, who will not throw it back in my face what I said or judge me for what I said at the moment because sometimes I might say things off the wall, you know, out of emotions. When you're acting out of emotion, emotions, you're not rational. You're not using logic. Okay. You may say some foul things. Out of emotions. And I need that person to understand I am human. And I am not what I do. Because y'all know I'm a very positive person. Like I like to be. But the people I'm vulnerable with, they see a different side of me. They do. Um, Being vulnerable, you're completely naked with the person. So if you are not. Um. Well, if you can't trust yourself being fully naked with this person, don't even open yourself to be vulnerable. I remember it was a season in my life where I was so emotionally kind of like broken that I was kind of vulnerable with a lot of people and I mistakenly mistook it for being transparent because I don't believe that you can be completely vulnerable or let me not say vulnerable. You can't be transparent with something you haven't healed from because then it's just you being vulnerable and telling your business because you can't be transparent. You, well, let me just, you can't, I don't even know how to word this, but let me explain to you the story and then maybe it'll make sense so I was child this guy just lied to me he said he wasn't he told me he was single turns out he wasn't single whatever right and when I found out like I carried that weight of like oh my god I was ashamed and I want everyone to know what how he lied and how deceitful he was and um I remember talking to this girl and this we weren't even friends. It's just a person I knew from social media or whatnot. And we had a couple mutuals, uh, mutual friends or whatnot. And um, I remember telling her like, yeah, this is what happened. I told her the whole thing, like being vulnerable, very open. That our conversation did not call for me to be transparent at all. We weren't talking about anything to be transparent about. I was just so emotionally broken 
that I was willing to spew out my business to anyone that would listen because I was coming from a broken place. So I was willing to be vulnerable with any and everyone that would listen. So everything I told this person, this girl, she went back and told him. And uh, well, she actually went back and told her, her friend that happened to be dating him too. Ah, catch that tea. And um, <laughs> the friend went back and told him. And of course, by that time, we're playing the game of telephone. So by the time it got to the friend, then it got the friend told him, you know, it probably got a little messy. So he called my phone like, like, why are you talking bad about me with people you don't even know? And it's just like, oh, you kind of right. <laughs> so it just made me feel like, wow, like, why would you go and do that? I think I don't know if I said it now. Now thinking about it, I, I don't think my mind, my mindset was like, Hey, your friend is dating him, whatever. But let me tell you what he did to me. So it won't happen to her. Like given, you know, yeah, that was me being transparent. But um, that wasn't the time. That wasn't the time. That wasn't the time. And you being vulnerable won't be at the cost or expense of someone else. It won't. So, yeah, and um, the Bible verse that, you know, we always have to, so welcome to Comfortably Me. Comfortably Me would not be here if it wasn't for Jesus Christ himself. So we're definitely going to always pull up biblical reference because there's a verse for everything in the word. And um, I'm telling you, the word will help you with everything. So... This is what it says. The verse for this episode is from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 through 10. It reads, and I'm reading the NLT version. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, I am made strong. Bars. Okay, bars. And that brings me into story time. What I was really going through in that vlog, if you want to go back and watch it, I don't know. So I was, <laughs> I was dating this guy, right? And I knew he wasn't for me. I'm going to just be straight up with y'all. He wasn't. I knew he, I knew for a hundred percent he was not my husband. And I always said, I'm dating my husband. Like my next man is going to be my husband. The next guy I date, seriously, is going to be my husband. I knew this man was not my husband, but I continually, every time I would stop talking to him, I would let him back into my life. And you know, we didn't live in the same city. So I just figured it was just phone conversations, you know? Cause I'm bored. 
And I just want somebody to talk to on the phone. So let me tell y'all something. What you open yourself to, because that's you being vulnerable when you're sitting on the phone with somebody too. You don't have no control over your emotions. So when you are on the phone, you are opening yourself up to emotions, becoming emotionally attached to someone unknowingly, unknowingly, because you think you have it down pat because you know what it is. Hmm. You ever had that feeling like, oh my God, you like talk to somebody, but you... (laughs) You don't you don't know when you fell in love with the person, but after spending so much time with the person, you just find yourself in love because you have no control over your emotions. You have no control over your feelings, especially if you if you're investing time. When you're on the phone with somebody, you're building something, whether you like it or not. When you're spending time with somebody, you're building a bond. And with a bond comes vulnerability and it comes emotions. That tie you guys together. Let's continue on with the story. So this guy said he's coming into town, child. Okay, I'm like, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You coming to town? He coming to town to see me. I'm like, okay, yeah. Because remember, I'm not taking him serious because I know he's not my husband, but I'm still entertaining him. <laughs> I know God laugh at us a lot, ooh, baby. So. So I'm like, okay, pick him up from the airport, drop him off. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, well, come through to this. Um, I think he was going to a lounge. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to a birthday party. So I'll see if I'll make it. So I wasn't sure if I was going to make it. But when I went out, it was like seven minutes away from where I was. So I'm like, okay, perfect. So I text him like, I'm going to end up coming because I'm like not too far away. And he was like, okay, well, bring some girls with you. I'm like, I don't even know anyone here. Like that for me to bring girls. It's like bring the girls that you're around. Why would I be recruiting girls to go see you? And uh, okay, it turns out he was with his cousin and his um brother supposedly. But I'm still like, why would I be bringing girls to recruit? Like you should be happy just to see me. Like forget trying to make a crowd. I don't know. So yeah. We get so I pull up. <laughs> Remember, I'm seven minutes away, so I'm just strolling. I'm parking, parking my car. So I get out of the car, but it's still in the back of my mind. I'm like, okay, he did say bring girls, and I'm like, I didn't. Oh, okay. So I see, I saw this fine girl. Like when I got outside the parking lot, walking up to the venue, I saw this girl, and I just started talking to her, which I n- never really do, but I initiated the conversation. I'm like, oh hey, because she was pretty. She was her shape was everything, and um. I just started talking to her. I was like, hey, is this your first time here? Have you been here before? She was like, yeah, um, I haven't been here at night. And I was like, yeah, me too. I've been here in the morning, like during the day for a pool party or whatnot. And, you know, we're walking and talking. And then um, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm meeting someone here. I was like, yeah, I'm meeting this guy here too. She was like, oh, okay. And we're just walking. I was like, you know what would be so funny if we're coming here to see the same guy? And we both just start laughing. <laughs> hey. Woo! So we get to the front. Security's checking my bag. So she's in front of me. So he's waiting for me. He's texting me the whole time I'm walking up to the venue. He's like, he's going to be at the door. I'm like, all right, cool. And she's in front of me. So I didn't um, see them interact. 
I get inside, she's still in front of me walking in and he, me and him hug, whatever. And she turns back to me when we get inside, oh, my hair, she's like, you jinxed us. And I'm like, what? She was like, you're here for him? I was like, yeah. She was like, I am too. It really didn't click in my mind that she was um, there to see him because remember he says he's with his cousin and his brother. So I'm figuring like, even if he's, she's walking with us, she could have, she could have been there for any one of them. Because remember, I didn't see their interaction. They did not hug to my knowing when he, when she walked past. So hmm. I was like, she was like, I'm going to the bathroom. I was like, girl, I'm coming too. Cause we need to get to the bottom of this. So we're in the bathroom. We talking. I was like, oh my God, no. I was like, I already knew he wasn't, I already knew he wasn't it. I knew it. I just knew it. This is like the icing on the cake. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, it's done. It's a wrap. So, child, we went back to the section. He's just acting all calm. The cousin looking like lost. The cousin, no, the cousin wasn't looking lost. He was looking like, oh my God, because the cousin know me. I don't know if the cousin know her, but the cousin, I say hi to the cousin. The cousin was like, he didn't want to look at the, at the other girl. It was just so funny. And, um, <laughs> so it didn't, it didn't affect me. I just knew like, okay, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with this situation. This was the final straw. This is what I needed to see to like, like, are you crazy boy? Like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to stop talking to you. Like, I, you're not even worth it. Like, whatever. Because you tried so hard to prove to me that you are not this person and then you want to spend the rest of your life with me. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> it sounds good, but no, no. So this is exactly what I needed to see. So I'm like, yeah, I'm done with you. I'm telling him like, oh, I'm not even phased. Like, it is what it is, whatever. Later on the next day. So me and her followed each other on Instagram and she started DMing me. Well, I had DM her. I replied to her story because she said her life is like a movie. And I'm like, oh, like it is like same, something like that. And um, she started sending me messages that he sent her. <laughs> downplaying me and she didn't even ask like he just willingly like kind of um I don't want to say disclaim because we weren't official but we weren't official only because I didn't say yes you were he was always in pursuit of me so let me tell you guys, remember say I said I was unfazed, right? When that situation happened, when I saw those messages and what he was saying, like, oh, yeah, like, we're not together. She's just the homie. The homie? Not the girl you, you always talking about you in love with. What? And although I knew... With everything in me that this is not my husband and this is a person I do not want to be with. The fact that I built an emotional bond with this person because I used to be on the phone with this person. And still was entertaining someone that was not for me. Out of boredom. And it, it, it caused me to be vulnerable. 
Oh, I had an episode. Yeah, your girl had an episode. Because you know what happened? It triggered an emotion on the inside of me from my last relationship. Where I felt abandoned, where I felt rejected, and where I felt shame. Hmm. And disrespected. So it brought back and triggered what I felt back then. Um, Because mind you, that was my last situation. That's the last time I ever felt like that. But because I risked being vulnerable and putting in time with someone I knew that was not for me. I was emotionally hurt. I was emotionally hurt in that situation. Your girl was crying. And I was not in love with this person. I was crying because it triggered something on the inside of me. And it reminded me of my past. Those same emotions I felt back then is what I felt then. And this is where I'm going to show you how the pros and cons and being vulnerable works out. Because while I was in my hot mess, I had my friends on the phone with me. Because remember, I'm here by my, I live in another state. I had my friends on the phone with me. Praying with me. No, I, I didn't, I couldn't pray. I couldn't pray. I was, girl, I was a hot mess. I couldn't pray. I had my friends praying for me. But because I was able to be vulnerable and not hide my mess, I was able to be vulnerable on the phone and let them see me naked. Let them see me in this space where I don't have it all together. Oh my God, this thing triggered me. This person that I always told you that, oh yeah, he's not for me. I am crying about this situation because I opened myself to this person. I was vulnerable with this person that was not for me, that I knew was not for me in my heart. I knew this person wasn't for me, but I was open to this person. I opened myself to this person and this person hurt me. Me being vulnerable with this person I ended up getting hurt. I ended up getting emotionally hurt. But me being vulnerable with my family and my friends, they were able to uplift me, pour into me. And definitely the next day, your girl was back. The Not even 24 hours later, your girl was back. I was back. And I was like, oh my God, I was really tripping like that. And I never get over stuff. I'm a person I like to harbor in my feelings. I was back. And I would never do it again. And that is what made me talk about vulnerability because it's a beautiful thing with the right people. And knowing who to be vulnerable with and who not to be vulnerable with is very important. It will save you from a lot of heartbreaks. It will save you from being broken.
it will save you and it will bless you at the same time. So don't ever look at being vulnerable as a weakness. Because like that Bible verse said, in your weakness, weaknesses, you are made strong. So not only being vulnerable with people who have proven that you can be naked with, that you can be vulnerable with, but being vulnerable to God. Because I definitely had to be vulnerable to God. After going through that, I'm like, oh, it triggered me. Hmm, because I repeated the same mistake. Because back then, that old relationship, I knew that wasn't for me. Even though my mind wasn't where it is now about like marriage and all of that, I knew that that person wasn't for me. There were plenty of signs, but I chose I chose to hold on to a relationship that wasn't for me. And it caused me to be heartbroken because I chose to stay I chose to be vulnerable and open myself to someone who was not for me. And God has proven that over and over. And I chose to ignore the signs. But me being vulnerable with God, he allowed me to see myself. And what I was seeking in that man can only be found in him. And if I never get to a place of vulnerability with God... I will continue to try to outsource the emptiness that's on the inside of me and looking for everyone else to fill it up, the things in this world. And I will continue to be emotionally broken because I'm vulnerable with the wrong people, the wrong things. Mm. I hope this is helping somebody. I hope this is helping somebody. But that's it for the story time. I hope this is, I hope this is helping somebody. But I also want to leave with this. You know, I'm a big music person. So with every, you know, music is close to my heart. So with every episode, I have a song lyric, not only a Bible verse, but a song lyric. Because sometimes when I hear music, it reminds me of a Bible verse. So in this episode, the lyric that I'm highlighting is from my good girl, Thames, probably not saying her name right because I know Nigerians pronounce their name a certain way. I think she is Nigerian, right? Yeah, I think so. Thames, Thames, um, avoiding things. Hmm. Avoid things. Thames, avoid things. That is the song. And the lyric is, I try to avoid things. I try to involve you. I try to avoid things. I try to involve you. Sometimes your healing does not need the other person's involvement. In most cases, it doesn't. You trying to avoid being hurt by not being vulnerable and still try to include people that are not for you. You're avoiding the wrong thing. You being guarded or jaded is not going to protect you from being hurt. Eventually, you turn into the person that hurt you. So you cannot avoid and try to include them. 
Like I could not avoid being hurt emotionally and still allow this person into my life, still include this person into my life, still include me giving time to this person and try to avoid being emotionally hurt. It don't work like that. I hope this was good. I hope this helped someone. I hope I was clear. And if you have any questions, any questions, you can email me at comfortably. uh, 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 Oh my God. I get tongue tied. What the? But if you have any topics or questions that you would like me to talk about, or if you have any questions, I will answer them on the episode and I will keep it anonymous. You know, you don't have, we don't have to get into it, girl. Your secrets are safe with me. Don't care. You can email your questions at comfortablyme101 at gmail.com. Again, that's comfortablyme101 at gmail.com. That's all. So I'll see y'all next Wednesday. We gonna try to be consistent. Let's not put a date on it. I'll see y'all next week for episode two. Do not forget to share. Do not, if you're watching via YouTube, do not forget to subscribe, like, and comment. You know, and do not forget to, um, and do not forget to follow us on Instagram at comfortably, underscore comfortably me on Instagram. All of that is linked below. Love y'all. Bye. Love y'all. I love y'all. Episode one down. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. And thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for spending time with me. I'm your host, Primp and Proper. Do not forget to like, comment, and share. And tell me where, like, tell me what you learned. Was I on point? Like, tell me what it is. (laughs) Oh, I'm so nervous, but I'm so happy this is finally coming out. We're only going to get better. We're only going to get better, okay? I can't wait to get a producer. So, you know, not everything's on me. Because I need a team. So, I'm praying for a team, y'all. Pray for a team for me so we can get these things going. Okay. See y'all in episode two. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Love y'all. Oh yeah. Can't forget my It Girl set is available on primpandproper.com. Trust. (laughs) Bye.